turning these some of these fundamental um, teachings over in the morning when you settle in and we always begin the day like like this the idea is before you know the conventional world becomes predominant you begin to check in with uh, another way of seeing things It's always every day you begin again. Because one still establishes the same um, aggregates, still get established around meditation, retreat, situation that your sense consciousness presents. It always presents this in an unsatisfied way because the sense consciousness as the mind picks it up, extends creates a solid self and solid self, past, future and other people and all these positions self, other, future, past it's uh, you can't really once you you can't really find a place in any of those which will not take you into stress. You need to make more. You need to get less anxieties about the future, regrets about the past, worries about other people, opinions about oneself. Um, and in the perceptual world. What what is what is all this stuff anyway? What are these orientations? You contemplate even the the more easy easier ones, the future. What is that? Where is that? What? How does that experience happen? Mm. Isn't it something bubbling out of the situation in the mind? Mm. Isn't it the, the quality of the mind in the present? generates particular perceptions, impressions that then extend forward. Create a forward direction. Now might we will say, well yeah, but there is such a thing, there'll be tomorrow. And uh, I wonder what a tomorrow is. Numbers Names, change of weather, change of scenery, change of circumstance, these definitely are changes. But that isn't tomorrow. 
tomorrow is the expectation, the busyness, the unresolved, searching for solution of some kind. That that's what that is. As a direct felt experience, isn't it that? Does Jitta really live in this world of Thursday and December and Massachusetts, does it really live there? Because we have the skill, the capacity to create these names, terms, is that really where where your heart lives? Something you can have some say over. Could just just by an act of will say we'll change this into Florida tomorrow. Is it just something that's a mechanical system set up? The one has no say over. Isn't it like that? And uh, so, you know, what? what is the real life of that, the real experience of that, is the mood of the mind, isn't it? And the perceptions it creates. Perception means the mood of the mind in the moment, today, here, has a sense to it, a felt sense. Expectation, the unresolved. Call it dukkha, the unresolved, the incomplete. And something wants to make that otherwise. And perception doesn't become other than dukkha. May not be agonizing, but it's always got this unresolved. Uh, feed me, fix me, change me, arrange me, complete me, uh, make me last, make me go away, do something. Uh, so this is, and then whatever you do, the system still, the perception <laughs> remains the same, essentially. Is that right? If it's fortunate, doesn't one wish to concerned about its disappearance, um, wish to make more of it, sooner or later find some something that doesn't fit with that? Something sick or something hurt or something. Perception should be known as it is. Knowing as it is, the knowing. Jitta,
Isn't it something more constant? Not about time. Take something the past, isn't it? Can you do the same thing with the past? How much do you remember of the past? All of it? No. Some of it? Yeah. Which are the pieces that come up about the past? Is it the ones which have most intensity them? Most qualities of agreeable, disagreeable, fondness and disappointment, regret, nostalgia for that. And it's seemingly the good, seemingly has gone for now. We may remember it, but we know it's not here. The regret can linger unresolved. These positions also, isn't that dukkha? Can one be aware of dukkha as a noble truth, as characteristic of existence that if handled properly becomes a truth causes the mind to sit back in itself self oneself how is that what is that mm. mutable Patterned, particular patterns of behavior, particular patterns of energy, particular patterns of mental disposition. Most characteristically, it's this mental continuum, isn't it? Seeming continuum. Because it's familiar, seemingly continual. That must be me, myself. But if you contemplate, if you touch into this, what is it? It's something that's nature to be shifting. You know, the mood shift, mood trembles needs support with more thoughts, more energies, more moods to keep it sustained. Searches for completion, finality, arrival. Dukkha. So if we're go into this or step back from it. Where is the place of stepping back? How do we do that? How does that happen? 
You find an alternative mode that you can steady yourself with, an out-breath, silence. Hearing the sound of this voice moving through and pauses into the silence. What is this? Is it a person? No. It's just uh, you take these objects as they are. Sound, meanings. the voice of another not something one conjured up The actual flow of experience is the example of the direct flow of experience. Unconstructed or uncontrived, unpreconceived. Direct flow is not the conceived, the structured. It rises and passes. The immediate, the outbreath, physical sensation, silences, mantras, sounds, picking attention up, placing it on the direct the immediate, not self, not someone else, not future, not past, the direct. Not something to be achieved, obliged, not something that carries the mark of the world. If we directly learn to relate to what is direct, doesn't seek fulfillment, doesn't seek a future doesn't seek because it's already happening it's no seeking in it it's direct there's no future to it this way of apprehending 
Dhamma, direct seeing, direct apprehension. Directly apprehend. Certainly, we can. There's a perception, but it doesn't go anywhere. An impression, like uh, raindrops on water. Conditioned mind will always say, well, what about, so what? Well, yeah, but they'll be sitting here listening to raindrops on water. Okay, suffering. Or not suffering. It's something we can cultivate, we can do for the sake of it for half an hour, an hour in the morning. So it sets the mind up to see an alternative way of handling experience, which is not coming from the tide, the auger, the flood. Of becoming, which seeks to form a future, seeks to form a self, seeks to form other people, seeks to form the past into realities that we can orient around in, and try as we may, all orientations within that, those boundaries, is stressful. To what extent do we need to do that? it possible to take refuge in this immediacy, in the direct experience, dwell in it, spend the time on retreat, meditating in it. It's, it's a direction that there's no pressure to it, there's no judgments in it. It's a direction that uh, is available. It's what retreats are about, meditation's about. 
then having faith in it, maybe from this there will arise certain qualities that we can use, such as patience, virtue, calming, steadying, dispassion towards perceptions, impressions, recognizing more deeply as one practices a sense of urgency to it. This stuff is potent. It will catch you. In situations when for a day, for a week, you don't really need it. For ten minutes you don't need it. You know. You can do this directly, it's this gift. Do this and you see, well, how much of you dukkha is created? Not voluntarily, but reflexively, reactively, out of this search for uh, finality, conclusion, safety, firmness in that which can't do it. What could do it? What could provide those qualities? What could fulfill one's needs? Knowing what can be known, knowing where strength can originate from. Focus, attention, strength, energy, resolution, goodwill, truthfulness, kindness, I mean, you can take any of these lists, reflect upon them. Are they worthwhile? Cultivating? Generating? The mind that's fortified by those, what kind of future will occur? What kind of perceptions will occur? What kind of self will occur? And we can check it out. Clearly the future is unknowable. Uh, one level we all know future is about death. That's a certainty. Any day. one's own or other people that we, we know or are fond of, that's a certainty. But uh, we'll start with the home base. 
because it's uncertain when these this will happen or what it's about or what happens then. Nobody really knows. What we can start with perhaps is a certainty around self. Establishing that, firming that up. You create a self or a center based on Dhamma, strengths, capacities, faith, mindfulness. Firm it up. This is um, surely for one's welfare, indisputably. Particularly as the alternative is, we base it upon craving, uh, resistance, uh, agitation, fear, restlessness, regret, remorse. Mm. Is there no, you know, so, like, I don't see any alternatives. You either base it on the good, the skillful, or you, or, or the unskillful. You know, it's not, it's not a middle, on this one. This is the sense of pragmatism about it. It's very pragmatic. It's as close to certainty as we can get. So when you start a day, you begin establishing Dhamma, bring it in, uh, recite it, reflect upon it, figure it out, think about it, uh, check your ways of thinking and imagining, uh, bring this sense of immediacy into the way one sits, walks, stands, as if it's just the ground the uprightness, the space, the breathing, the sound, the silence. Not that refined, but it is, even in this, it's not the tide, it's not the flood. It may not be the most fantastic experience, but it's not the flood of becoming, it's not the flood of mental proliferations. So, well, you know, what would you like? Which would be more useful? Or creating floods about one's practice, meditation, and how well and how not well. Definitely these are where the mind can tip over. Is this worthwhile, is it? What is it all about? Is that really helpful? I think more direct has to be where we get our orientation right. Non-becoming. It's dumb as about non-becoming.
awareness, direct. Linger on that orientation. Only the good can arise, change. Only the good can come up. Only the calming, the cooling. That which challenges one's floods, one's outflows, one's perceptions. And it's a worthy challenge. A fire break. A dam. The refuge. 